At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor. And with me tonight is Reed Parsons and Steve Similardis. Similar- yeah. Did I nail it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank <Crushed> you. <laughs> How are you guys doing this evening? Doing great. Really appreciating this heat. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's quite, been a cold one. <laughs> it is quite toasty in here. I'm, uh, I'm glad they cranked out the. Uh, the little mini radiators we got around. Oh yeah. Um, so we always like getting started with the song. So uh, we'd like to introduce it and um, take it away. Sure. Um, so the song we'll be playing right now is called Addison. Um, yeah, it speaks for itself. Back in the bones Alone, alone. 
these near sacred strung out lens Here's to Addison for taking me in I'll raise a glass, but I can't promise Never to leave again Addison there by Reed Parsons. Absolutely lovely song. And that's the uh, first track of your first EP. Yep. Uh, self-titled EP. Yes. Um, <laughs> Had well, to make it easy. Yeah. And I understand you, you got the opportunity to record this CD because... Uh, EP, sorry. Because you won the Advanced Music Singer Songwriter Competition yep. last year in 2017. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the experience of winning that esteemed title. Um, well... The first step of it was right next door at Arts Riot. That was where my semifinal was. And almost didn't go because I was working down in Addison County, which is where I wrote the song and commuting two hours a day. Um, so I was like completely exhausted and really wasn't, re- uh, I don't know, having a great time. It's hard in late October to motivate, as, as sometimes happens. But I decided to go down there and um, give it a, gave it a shot and was really impressed by everyone, but I get really excited by competition, so I was ready to go, um, and uh, took that title home, and then went on to the Higher Ground show, and um, had to play last, which was super nerve-wracking, but uh, it also gave me a chance to see like what kind of songs I should do, and what mm-hmm. needed to be done with the audience better, and how I needed to wake them up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, got to go down there and play, and that experience was incredible, and I felt really lucky afterwards. Um, just, like, being able to be that supported by the community is kind of some, it's something really special because so many different important members of the community are all coming together to, to help you and give me this huge opportunity to record because that's mm. always, like, this giant hurdle right for and your first time it's yeah. always so expensive to get yeah. to the studio and you know get a right producer and yeah and musicians who you want to pay properly and get the best ones you can so right so yeah, yeah. fantastic opportunity yeah um who what are the other sort of people you're up against was it was it all kind of like folk and acoustic or do you have a few uh kind of different genres into the mix yeah there was it was like majority kind of folky and acoustic but um there's one, there's only one person who didn't play guitar, I think, the whole time. And a couple people, one person played banjo, Ethan Tisler, and then um, Stephanie Tonneson played the uh, keyboard. And there, but it was like mostly a lot of folky people, but mm. not, and a good number of women, but not as many as you would like to see. So, so I'm, I'm guessing one of the big focuses uh, f- in order to claim the crown is uh, just fantastic uh, lyrical ability. And, uh, you know, you just mentioned before how you were getting up very early to go to work for two hours away. And, you know, one of your first, first uh, lines in that, in that um, song is about yeah. getting up when it's dark and basically going home when it's dark. So do you yeah. feel that, that your lyrical ability really uh, was a big factor in winning this prize? Do you- oh, definitely. Um, like, I think I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a good songwriter, but I know that I'm a good writer and that's something that I'm like very confident in. Um, and have been like the lyrics are never really the tricky part. They're always kind of the fun part for me. So, yeah. 
Is there a, how do you how do you like create one of these songs? Do you, is it um, lyrics first? You kind of got a book of rhymes. Uh, um, kind of carry these questions, I, I've I've always had a hard time answering this because it totally depends. But most of the time, I honestly like my I think my best songs like Addison. I wrote while I was driving, so it's like kind of just like imagining how the song is in your head and then singing it out. I do a lot of voice memos, so it's not really a lot of writing. It's mostly just recording and then going back and tweaking um, through a couple drafts. So it comes at the same time, kind of. I was going to say, it sounds yeah. pretty dangerous, kind of like driving and scribbling down a notebook <laughs> at the same time. No. Um, is there ever a collaborative effort? Uh, Steve, uh, you, you're you also in the, the quote-unquote band. Do you, do you ever get together? And well, it's it's together? only a band. It's only been a band once, and that was at her EP release at Arts Riot. Outside of that, it's only ever uh, Reed and I. And... Yeah, I mean, with my, she's not like really telling me what to play when she brings me these songs. She kind of plays them for me, and then I'll come up with a part, and she might tweak it a little bit. Um, but that's kind of how I just kind of create my own parts to her songs, and they seem to flow well with what she does. Yeah, yeah. we like sing. I'll sing something, and then yeah, I'll if play she's got it. something in mind, she'll sing it, and then I can usually and make pick it, it better. Up right <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how much was that a factor when you were recording this EP? So, you know, uh, first time I'm guessing in, the, in a big professional studio, yeah. uh, other musicians coming in. Uh, what was the vision you had going into the studio and what kind of came out of that? And did, did they match up? Was it better? Was it worse? What, what did you think afterwards? Um, vision is hard for songs when you're playing them by yourself because I don't play other instruments and as much as I would like to it's not like really my forte uh so yeah just let me get in there and tell you that you play saxophone and and the bagpipes anyways um so my main thing was that i wanted to kind of like just i wanted to have it be a similar kind of concept of what steve and i do i like sing something or just throw out an idea see what the person the musician um is interested in doing like i wrote out some charts but otherwise i was really really interested in making it more of a collaborative effort she also Um, brought in really and i brought in super awesome musicians who were able to make that feasible yeah yeah it's part of the uh the prize do you have like a stipend to be able to pay these musicians while you record or is it kind of like you just get your friends together and you're like you know what i'll I'll get you a six pack and we'll get some pizza in and um in their recording studio for no i got um as part there is a cash prize that is part of the the whole thing but that went directly to just buying like physical eps and Mm -hmm. um other <laughs> similar expenses because um, they add up but no I that was all out of pocket and then with two with the bassist and guitarist they just <laughs> kind of went along, along for the ride, ride. <laughs> yeah. Our, yeah. Our house, so you know and I played I've played we've played we were talking about this the other day we've probably played like 40 gigs this year probably yeah. and so I mean I get paid at those so oh, wow. I'm happy to, yeah. happy to do that Prolific, 40 gigs. Uh, I actually got the guitar that she won at True. the at the Advanced Music Through a, a bartering yeah, kind of system. Yeah, we did a, we did a trade. <laughs> I basically played it, like a bunch of free gigs until it was paid off, and now I have a Taylor acoustic. Yeah, it worked well for both of yeah. us because I was like, I have this, Martin, and I don't need anything else. But, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about 40 gigs. I mean, you, yeah. uh, you got this out in November, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you've not even started, you know, EP tour yet yep. so 40 gigs prior to that what, where have you been what have you been doing uh, is this all just oh, been in 
ramping up. It's like majority playing in Burlington. Mm -hmm. We've been really lucky to have like a ton of support from the Skinny Pancakes specifically. They like always are, Wilbur's always down to let us play, um, which has been super nice. And then recently started playing more at Deli 126, which has been really cool. Mm -hmm. And we um, played Radio Bean maybe a, a like lot. <laughs> but everyone, you know, you got to do the Radio Bean circuit and yeah. they're awesome. And then we've been traveling a little bit in Vermont as well. Um, just going to like different seasonal events. We played at Champlain Orchards where I used to work in the fall and played at Skinny Pancake in Hanover. So, yeah, <sighs> which was interesting. <laughs> 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 but just like, I mean, they're not, it's, there's no glory to the gigs. They are. Um, some of them are really awesome and some of them yeah. are very mellow. I mean, all of our music's really mellow. So, yeah. I mean, but some of them, people are, you can tell that people are getting like it's hitting them and then yeah. in other ways you can tell that people are eating their food you know? <laughs> I was going to say you guys have got a very kind of like easygoing Sunday afternoon brunch kind of style too yeah. you know I could very much imagine listening to you in the background while while tucking into my French toast but yes. I mean that's me as a listener as the musicians where do you when you when you create these songs what do you envision when you imagine someone listening to it um I mean, I I'll oftentimes think of people listening alone and while driving <laughs> or while walking. Great driving like, music. it's good, like, motion music. Mm. Um, and so it feels, I don't, I don't get, it's not upsetting to me when people don't, like, listen actively when I'm at a gig. Like, I, I would rather someone tunes in every once in a while, but, I, like, I know how I am at live shows, and you can't always be 100% present. Um, yeah, so it's motion music. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, I would love to hear another song. Sure. So what have you got for us? Uh, this is Charlie, which is not exactly a background song. Um, oh. This is the one that <laughs> always seems to make people either pay attention or leave. <laughs> um, and this one I wrote when I was living in Nashville briefly. Just 
but we're tangled in the sheets And though last night was more than alright Something about him feels wrong There's no photos on his bedside table Just a handgun And I'm trying not to notice But my hands are going numb And Charlie, he never listened He wasn't like those, those other children And if I had to tell you the truth Parsons there, and uh, so I read online that Charlie has a bit of a background to it, the song itself, uh, written in Nashville, uh, mm-hmm. as you just previously mentioned, and there was uh, a few lyrics in there that gave me a bit of a pause for thought, uh, the, the gun on the bedside table, for example. Yeah. So would you like to give me a bit more background on this, or if it's not too much yeah, no, um private story? No, it's okay. It's more, it's less of a private story and more of like, I like when people interpret it in their own way. So plug your ears if this is not what you want to hear about. But um, basically, I uh, met a strange person and um, was kind of wondering why they were that way. Um, and so the second half of the song after the first chorus is all um, like my actual experience and my first person. And then um, I wrote kind of backwards from there uh, and wrote this guy's backstory um, from the perspective of his mom to be like, well, how, how did someone end up this way? Um, and it's like pretty, uh, I mean, I am not an apolitical person at all. I don't use a lot of my music as like a revolutionary means most of the time. Like most of the time it's just for me personally to deal with things. But this was at a time when there is just a ton of um, violence and school shootings. And I really had hoped that I wouldn't have to sing the song and have it be still relevant all the time. Um, and it is. Um, and it just makes me think of kind of how we, um, as a society, especially parents are, are failing their sons, I think. And, um, that's kind of what I wanted to write this song about. Um, yeah. And how someone can yeah, turn out to be like a violent or a just like non-loving person. Um, yeah, and where that comes from. And the the songs you create, I mean, it's it's interesting hearing you saying uh, you met this guy and you kind of creating this song from the perspective of his own mother. Uh, there's another song, uh, I believe it. I can't remember which one it is now. 
might be I don't mind. Uh, it's about a relationship from kind of start to finish within the same song. <laughs> it's how do you get these ideas of, of taking a relatively, you know, standard story and then seeing it from these different angles or, or different pace of narratives? Is it, do they just come to you? Are you reading novels that have got the same kind of similar kind of pacing? Where, where are you getting this from? Um, I write a lot, so <laughs> it's trying to entertain myself, <laughs> kind of. Like if I, a lot of these songs come out of like a pretty long run of songs that are all very similar, which mm. sometimes ends up happening. And then I um, have to choose the best one out of it. And oftentimes that's a song with a new perspective or a, um, multiple narrators. And um, I, I don't know. I just really, I really, <laughs> I love to read as well. Mm. And yeah, so I don't know. I, I am oftentimes very bored by songs and try to entertain myself through my own and write what's not out in the world, mm. hopefully. Um, and it has been noted uh, on a Seven Days article, no less, uh, these songs uh, touch on common hardships, but with a core of hope. Uh, would you say that's an accurate description of the theme of your songs? Yeah, although, I mean, I really appreciate the hope thing, because that's not... <laughs> I felt like that part, I was like, oh man, I'm really glad that someone reads hope into these songs, because I oftentimes like feel pretty depressed when I'm writing, but um, I guess, yeah, I, I, I stopped writing happy endings to songs and started writing them more honestly, and I guess the hope still comes through at the end. <laughs> <laughs> This is the tone Not of your voice or something. Um, <laughs> um, and so this is your first EP. Mm-hmm. And um, I've often been told by many, many a musician that, you know, creating an EP, creating an album is a difficult process. And uh, especially your first one, it's it's oftentimes a, a long time in the make. And I did read that one of your songs, uh, Not Ready to Return, took several years to make. So how did you go about getting these five uh, five songs together um, because you, obviously you won, you won the, the competition in 2017 did you already have uh, uh, the, the track list in mind how did how did it all form and what was it like finally getting it out yeah so um, a lot of these songs are older in fact um, don't discriminate there's no ageism in, in the <laughs> songs um, anyways I, I write a lot as I mentioned um, I have an excess of songs that's not ever been the issue um, it's just choosing them and making them cohesive so I went to Meadowlark where I recorded this and we did um, we cut like 12 demos and then chose from that but choosing even before the 12 demos I kind of just broke them all down into these different categories and was like okay so these are kind of moodier songs this is kind of a brighter song um did them also by different keys uh did a kind of a process of elimination um to break it down from like the 40 that I had interest in to these five so took a little while but I think it was worth it (laughs) so yeah a bit of a Sophie's Choice kind of situation towards the end of that (laughs) (laughs) it's it's my hope that one day it's just it's sad to think of songs that will never be recorded but that's okay you gotta let them go um so uh unfortunately we've not got too much time left but uh i always like to end on what you guys have got coming up and anywhere that people can find you and basically let you guys plug whatever you've got coming up or were you know whatever social medias that you have yeah. glommed onto. yeah um so we have a gig on the 31st at Highlight. Um, 
in the Unitarian Universalist Church at, of Burlington at 1.30 p.m., I believe. Church gig. <laughs> First church gig. Church gig. I don't think I've ever, day. I've never had a church gig during the day. Um, and then we're playing at Skinny Pancake on February 2nd, but those are the only two that are um, coming up soon. And then, yeah, you can find the EP at readreadread.com or readparsonsmusic.com. They lead you to the same place, but yeah. All right. Uh, no band camp. Oh, I did see you're on Spotify, though. Yeah, it's on Spotify so yep. and iTunes and all that jazz, but you can also get it directly from me. <laughs> um, last question. I did just notice on the back of this uh, EP that you gave me before the before the show that you made the album artwork yourself. Is that, yeah. is that true? Yep. So multi-talented, saxophone, songwriter, <laughs> and artist. I took a... Bagpipes. <laughs> bagpipes. There we go. Yep. I took a really sweet uh, screen printing class at Iskra. Um, print collective and that's my that's my kitchen sink yeah. right there yeah so there we go <laughs> <laughs> um well uh i'd love to hear one last song before you go um what have you got for us yeah i think we're gonna just do not ready to return the last song on the ep all right um take it away cool
burns my lungs and it brings me back to me i said go to the valley oh go to the sea the water cools my skin and it brings me back to me i've come from this here earth but i'm not ready to return i have come from this earth but i'm not ready to return Parsons there, we're not ready to return. Thank you guys so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bit of a frog in your throat there. Um, well, yeah, thank you guys. And uh, if you, uh, when your next EP comes out, please give us another shout. We'll be happy to have you back in again. Of course. Thanks so much. We've got Justin LaPointe coming uh, on the show in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back.